0: Radio, your game wwwb
1: Welcome to Opcast, Arms Around the Trinity Continuum. Our podcast does in-depth reviews of the books covering everything from 1st edition to the newest story path System edition of the materials published for the Trinity Continuum, including Aeon, Aberrant, Adventure, and more. I am Scott. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at Simulacra RPGs and on Twitch and YouTube at Simulacra TV, which is Simulacra Studios' The actual play studio that I run where I do a lot of trinity continuum games.
0: Hi there folks. I'm Josh Heath and I am one of the other hosts of this show. We are a member of the D20 Radio Network. And if you don't know about the D20 Radio Network, maybe this is your first episode with us. The D20 Radio Network is a bunch of podcasts that talk about different games, right? Today we'd like to shout out another member, the Don't Despair a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Genesis RPG podcast this podcast focuses on the Genesis RPG published by Fantasy Flight Games. I think still published by Fantasy Flight Games. It's, I'm not 100% sure, actually. But those folks talk about that game and things related to Genesis, which if you're into Twilight Imperium, the best board game of all time, they have a forthcoming, perpetually, it seems like, uh genesis based version of twilight imperium for your role-playing needs so hopefully that will be out very soon for you to play scott what are we talking about today
1: today we are talking about a first edition trinity book called shattered europe which is the combo esculpian order and europe setting book um As with all of our first edition uh, reviews, we are primarily going to focus on how can you use this information in your Trinity Continuum game. You know, how do you, if you want to update it, if you want to mix things around, what's worth, what's worth looking into, what's worth using. Josh, what are your high level thoughts about this book?
0: My high level thoughts of this book are very poor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I think the psi order elements are the most useful for someone using it in the current edition of the game. There are a couple of things in the Europe segment that you could use. But when we go into that, I feel like there will be major caveats that I will oh. explain about that yeah
1: oh yeah like this is this is one of the like least aged well books in terms of like geopolitics
0: in multiple ways that are that i'm sorry i'm gonna say right up front i don't think the folks who wrote this book really understood the geopolitical situation when the book was written and so that impacts a lot of their future thinking of what could happen in the future because looking at this i i'm baffled by multiple choices.
1: I'm going to double down and say that the Psy Order parts of this book aren't all that useful, actually. <laughs> I, yeah. I agree with you in terms of the the, the geopolitical stuff. And I don't think the, the, that this, the Asculpian stuff is that great either, because it is mostly focused on the sort of the corruption uh, that was dealt with in the Descent into Darkness trilogy as well as the bureaucratic hell and division among the order. Almost all of this has been completely reimagined in the Trinity Continuum into a far better version of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it makes that chunk tough, too, because I look at some of this and I go, some of this is good plot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This book was clearly written by folks who came out of the white wolf vein of writing things where things about the real world were done with a slightly satirical, everything's bad tone. Yes. And that really doesn't fit super well in Aeon of 2023, right?
1: Not at all. Yeah. So, I mean, the good things about it is, you know, you get a lot of in-world characterization of things. Like, I really particularly like the, there's an image somewhere early on in the book of like an Asculpion that has like all of their gear on them. Yep. And it's like pointing out what, what each piece of gear is. And I think that image is very cool. And most of the art is of the, the sort of the, the 90s CG variety, which isn't that great. Yeah. I really like the, you have a full version of the Asculpian Oath, which I think mostly is absolutely 100% usable, sort of a, a updated and order-specific version of the Hippocratic Oath, which I think is a very cool piece of of lore and, you know, something that you can use as the, you know, Trinity Continuum version of this Oath, which is something that every Asculpian would have to swear. And it's a good thing. it. So when you have something like this, when you have like a a sort of an ideological, you know, point, you know, this is these are the the rules. This is the ideals that we have to follow. The metaphor that I like to apply is, you know, Batman doesn't use guns. Mm -hmm. So when you put a gun in Batman's hand. That's where something interesting happens. That's where you have to think of like, so here are the here are the ideals on paper when does reality conflict with these ideals that's good storytelling that's good yep. story material yep. and that's why i particularly like having this full oath and it's like half of a page worth of text and i'm like that's a lot that i could work with to kind of to to put some really interesting dilemma dilemmas in front of an Esculpian player
0: yep i think that the presentation of the order as a as the surface version of it in the world of this version of Aeon mm-hmm. you can use that, right? like yes. thats there can be a little bit of like people are aware of some turbulence within the order and things like that. All of that's fine. It doesn't discount from the humanity and the hope elements that come through in the the story path edition. It's when you dig into it deeper that it starts to be like Bleh. um. Mm-hmm. But I really like, my favorite segment actually is all of the information you get on Zweedler in this Mm -hmm. in that I think he hasn't changed much. Not that much. He's a little a tiny bit more self-aware that he's not a good leader Mm -hmm. in the new edition. And instead of that then being a good way for terrible people to sidle up next to him and do bad things in his name, it means he's appointed people who are actually good leaders and administrators and says, I am a smart person, I clearly am not good at this, go and manage this great order while I focus on the things that I'm good at, doing medical and scientific research, and trying to figure out how to fuck the aliens that are fucking with us up, because that is the unwritten Thing that he is doing that is mm-hmm. just hinted at in the margins of all of the material and i'm like this is a guy that's doing research to figure out how to push back on all these influences right
1: absolutely he is yeah you're right you're absolutely right i think you know that sort of that slight change in his demeanor like it's a it's a step back from the ego yep. which makes him a better character in training continuum But like you said, you can still use a lot of this like personal data, because like with all of these books, you get kind of a more personal look at the proxy and how they started out and where they kind of began to build the order, how they came to terms with their powers. You can still use all of that. It's just, you know, what the sculpions are in both versions. One is clearly superior.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's useful. The The other thing I think is really useful in the order part is the information on what the clinics are like and what mm-hmm. the research centers are like, what the headquarters and in, in, um, I think it's Basel, I actually, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the headquarters looks like and feels like to me, all of that tracks, Even mm-hmm. even the bit about like the corrupted organ bank
1: mm-hmm. in
0: that, I would keep that. I think that's a, like, there is a failing in the system, fine, now deal with it, right? Like, that's a plot, that's a hook for story t- story guides and players to be like, oh, hey, there's a bad thing here, let's fix this, and oh, hey, what's this alien body doing here? Where did this yeah, come what, from? What,
1: what's what's going on with this thing?
0: Right, right, yeah. so there's hookles there that I think you could use.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, it's not the the section, the in play section on it is not all that long, you know. It but then we move over into sort of the in play section of Europe. Yeah. Uh, and 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 what do you think about this stuff, Gosh, what what's what's your hot takes here?
0: Man, this is this is actually not the worst part of the Europe stuff for me. Mm. That's in the back. That's in the story guide yeah. focused stuff. I like the bad news playground thing mm-hmm. there. This some character, some person is going through France. The The Esperanza big space station crashed into Europe, right? And destroyed all of France. And it's now an aberrant wasteland. I don't actually think it's called La Blessure in this version, or at least not in this book at all, which is interesting. Yeah.
1: I, I don't, I, I don't recall if that's a thing. Th- I'm,
0: I was just thinking about it now and I'm like, I don't, reading this, I don't remember seeing that meant, that used ever in this, which is interesting. Maybe they just got someone who spoke French maybe, for the new edition. to, did. hey, this is what we would call this. The idea of this, there's someone doing these weird videos about what's happening in the the blighted area of France and somehow that's getting out to someone who is then putting them on the opnet. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. That's a cool, cool plot. Like
1: yeah, and and, that, and we get that updated in mission statements. We get yep. kind of the the an updated version of that, yep, which is also very cool. So, yeah, you can definitely pull from that and and incorporate that,
0: Yep, but the rest of this is total trash. Um, <laughs> everything with Germany doesn't make any sense. the The French slang does does not make any sense. There's this uh, I don't know where they're getting these words from. It just does not make sense from a French or German or English perspective i'm very confused there um mm-hmm. and okay i'm i, I want to talk about germany but first i want to talk about the isle of man okay the isle of man is this center for this orthodox catholicism i have no i am sorry i'm not going to swear at these people i have no clue where that concept might have seemed like it's rationally possible the manx are a pretty unreligious group of people even for the british isles which is saying something Mm -hmm. and while nominally catholic a good percentage of them it's it's baffling that somehow they would set up a pope there and and that other Catholics would agree with them. I, I don't know. Like I was, I, I keep, every time I come across that bit in this, I I literally don't have any clue how that could happen. And that's fine. It's sci-fi, but it's so out there sci-fi that I just, it totally kicks me out of the world every time I read it.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's There's a lot of like, there's a lot like that in this. There's a lot of just like, you know, if you didn't know anything about Europe, maybe you could you could use this with, without cringing. But even if you yeah. know just a barest little bit about what 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 the actual state of the world is, even in the 90s, it 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 takes some doing to to work through it.
0: Yeah. And, and so I want to talk about Germany real quick in this bit and maybe a little bit later, too. But Germany is has broken down into several different states that are also sort of still a federated Germany, they go back and forth on that. And I don't have any clue what's happening with Germany. That doesn't make any sense. If you know anything about German unification Mm -hmm. and even in 2000, where Germany was as a united country and united people, particularly because the reason Germany united was all about language, Mm -hmm. there is no reason that I can see that germany would devolve in this way i don't mind it mm-hmm. i can i can deal with that like from a sci-fi per- perspective i'm like okay i i can accept this maybe aberrant nonsense happened right
1: yeah like, but also yeah it it makes very little sense from 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 that perspective but you know i also don't mind that it's a somewhat like somewhat i guess libertarian state or you know even even maybe bordering on anarchist style state mm-hmm. like this this political de- ideology of of reducing the government down to local levels and you know parts of that make my make my brain itch a little bit in terms of like that's a cool idea but yeah it it doesn't sync up with the real world in a very good way
0: yeah and there's one version of one of the german states that has this timeline of I think it's about 200 years, 210 years. We will have a perfect society if everything goes on track on this exact timeline. Right. Which screams to me, Aberrant made up this whole plan, right? Yeah. But they never tell you that. And I'm like, if you had kept this, just say an Aberrant developed this plan and everyone agreed to to still abide by it, which they do in the new book in one of the countries in Asia that is following China. Yeah. China's following that rule, right? Of like this aberrant came up with this thing. So we're going to keep following it because it works. Right. And okay. Like I needed just a tiny bit of that for me to buy into it as, okay, this exists, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little crazy. I There's a part later on when they're talking about Eastern Europe that I kind of wish I had read. Reread Ooh. before we had our game,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because in the game that we're currently, I'm currently running, that Josh is a player, and they're dealing with Romania. And in this, we have like a hundred and twenty one year old, insane, possibly immortal, possible aberrant ruler of yep. Romania, which yeah. is crazy. But I wish <laughs> I had read that.
0: <laughs> I like that actually. So the Romania parts in this book, I like. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Romania's got got a history of political problems and social ethnic problems right right the idea of a crazy queen ruling the country for an extended period of time because maybe they're an aberrant maybe they just have this vitakinetic that's doing weird stuff to them and the frankensteinian sort of like dracula's
1: well, see, the thing is that, that that idea of like this really old queen mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense in Trinity Continuum.
0: Yes, yes, uh, it does. Because like
1: she could be a sciat. She yep. could be an aberrant. She could be a stalwart. Yep. Like she, there's all these other things that she could be. She could be more, a
0: Magog. You yeah, know she what could I mean? Be a
1: Magog. She could be a mm-hmm. Gog. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's all these things that she could be. Um, and like this makes sense like like you can make a lot of like it's kind of like the president in that regard on luna yeah, yeah you've got this this ruler who could be all of these things because there's just a little bit more to them not yeah. a bad idea
0: not a bad idea at all like i to me that was the best completely speculative bizarre mm. element that i'm like i'm bought into this like it fits the country it fits some of the political geopolitical issues of the region and it's weird because it's you know, it lets people lean into the Transylvania is weird thing and Romanians kind of laugh about that too generally so like, okay, I'm there but don't get me started on Great Britain, like yeah
1: well, I mean, I think this is where I I, I don't think this was brought up much in the core Mm -hmm. um, but you know, this is where we get the start of what we get in Trinity Continuum, which is you know the, the the United Republic, the fascist state of of Britain. Yeah. Which what are what are your issues with this, John? Okay. I think you right. Have stronger opinions than I do.
0: One, every single NPC named. Okay, ninety eight percent of NPCs named in this have clearly fake, stupid names. The Prime Minister of of the United Britain, of the Republic of of Great Britain, is Basil Gatwick. (laughs) And I'm sorry, while I know that some English people have what Americans consider silly names, one, my spouse is from England, so I have some feelings here, the majority of people don't have clearly satirical Parody names, right? Monty, Monty Python names, right? Every British person in this book has a Monty Python name. If this book was clearly a satire, I would buy into it. Cool, this is mm-hmm. a satire, but it leans too heavily in the serious direction. Mm-hmm. And and Basil Gatwick is a horrible fascist, but also a bit of a dimwit and. Part of me goes like you have a Boris Johnson like yeah. thing there that you could lean on. But it makes this really stupid statement that to, the, to no matter what, I will point this out as a problem. That accent now in this great future of Great Britain is where where prejudice has begun. And I'm like, people, just a A cursory knowledge of the British Isles would say that accent is a huge deal for prejudice now. It has been so for, I don't know, a thousand years, give or take, because that's one of the key problems in Great Britain is classism and accents that that delineate where you exist within the class structure of the nation is a big problem. And so, making it a th- and saying, "Oh, it's just now a problem." Again, to me, just screams a lack of knowledge in a way that I bristle at. So yeah,
1: it it's not yeah. well researched. It's 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 presenting a lot of Europe. It's a lot of Europe for dummy stuff. Yeah, like it's it's stuff that is not well researched and doesn't does just doesn't line up with you know a more authentic telling of it
0: yep and i think like to if someone were to rewrite elements of this book today you just get someone from england to write about england you get someone that's you know from scotland to help them if there's just going to be one writer right and then Mm -hmm. you would recognize that ireland even if it is part of the united republic in the book which it Mm -hmm. can be separated from great britain in the early 1900s because of a revolution and exists as a separate country up until it be you know gets taken over by the fascist government it really seems to me like the writers don't know that in 2000 Ireland was a separate country that the Republic was a separate country and I've said that before but that really bothers me and yeah, it just
1: no, you're are right to be bothered by it
0: yeah anyway I will stop ranting sorry <laughs> Scott so
1: I mean yeah a, a lot of this is it, there it's a lot of the same like mm-hmm. a, a, every section of the book you get to in terms of Europe is a lot of the same. It's a lot of speculation that does isn't really well grounded in in, you know, the the, the time in which it was written. Yeah. And a lot of it, like, especially when you come to things like Ukraine. Yeah, that, that that I mean, they didn't know what the future held. Right. But it really tastes bad now.
0: Yeah. So let yeah, is explain of
1: yeah ukraine is is a fascist authoritarian state in this timeline and you know it could certainly you know that, that's that's not a given the history of the region sure it could happen but you know now that they're on in real world they're on the other end of that sort of thing
0: yeah it, it doesn't a, doesn't taste good yeah it's a bad taste move like and they did not know in 23 years what the world would look like. So I can forgive that, right? Yeah. I can also and forgive the use of the Ukraine to don't s-
1: describe if, it. I don't know if I can forgive that. Because yeah. Geez, the It's basically, if you translate it, it's the, the Ukraine. Yeah. And it's not not a good look. But yeah. A lot, I mean, I, you can hand wave a lot of this by, you know, the world's changed a lot and you can also hand wave it by the Aberrant War caused massive geopolitical changes. Sure, Like one of the the points of this book is that not only is Europe suffering from the Esperanza disaster, but it's suffering still from the results of the Aberrant War. Uh, You know, North America and Europe were the two biggest hit regions of the planet when it comes to the Aberrant War. Which is, you know, this nice little commentary of, you know, y- you can you can fall pretty hard, and fall fall pretty ho- far when you are high on the horse, yeah. You know, it, that's that's a point that I like coming back to in terms of why the world is the way it is in Aeon and like the big reshuffling of geopolitical power, is that because Europe and North America, you know, were regions that got powerful and wealthy off the exploitation of other regions of the planet when when the gods started stomping around, they stomped around mostly in the places that, you know, they wanted to take over. And and or yeah, there's yep. plenty of reasons for that that to have happened. But it's a thing that I like. And it's also an excuse to kind of play around with conditions on the ground and say, yeah, things might not line up with reality, but because in reality we didn't have a war with quantum gods
0: yeah which is i I will stop and say i think that's fair i think it's fair to say in a world where that happened i could see some of this right i could Mm -hmm. see some of this being true but then give me which they do only at the very end either aberrants or scions that are deeply involved in these places and the things happening So I can tell a story with it. So I can Mm -hmm. build plot into it. And when they do in the back and they give several good examples of aberrants who are in different locations, some that are brought over into the trinity continuum stuff. All of that, I look at and go, cool, cool, cool. I needed that. But Mm -hmm. I needed that earlier, right? I needed that in the history of the places where you can tell me XYZ aberrant rose up and took control of this part of the country for a little bit and then got killed and then this is the remains but people in that kind of like separated spot were like no we kind of like being separate like please let us right Mm -hmm. so ah, integrate it i guess integrate the 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 powered people into the story and i probably would have looked at this and gone i wouldn't have expected that but i can roll with that right because then you have those movers and shakers making the things happen, yeah, potentially.
1: And, it, and it's it's kind of a... it's This is where we run to sort of like the conflict between 1st Edition and Trinity Confusion and how they are updating the setting. Because even though we don't necessarily are a fan of all the material that we have here, it is a broader scope than what we got in say terra firma
0: yeah terra firma
1: gave us a very a a a different approach to it which is terra firma is the earth setting book where we got narrow focus on a smaller number of places and this gives us a broader focus on a larger number of places so that we have a more global things and it kind of sucks when we have when our our source for a broader look at europe is not as good as some of the other stuff that we have for other regions Uh, so it kind of it kind of it leaves us in this kind of in between space whereas before we can take the you know the broader uh you know more sort of uh, wider ranging stuff from first edition and marry it to the stuff that we got in set in the trendy continuum edition and have a nice little you know place for imagination. Now we have a bunch of stuff that needs to be totally reworked if we're going to use it, and only a sliver of updated stuff. So if you're running content, if you're running games in Europe, you're gonna be on the back foot than yep. you were if other places in the setting.
0: Yeah. Which is a great opportunity, if you ask me, for someone to write a terra firma Germany book, right? Yeah, for the absolutely. story path Nexus, right? Mm-hmm. I did it for Boston. Someone can do it for an entire country and it would be awesome, right? It would absolutely yeah. give us a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean that is, that is certain there is certainly a lot of room for that. If someone has like an ambition to to, to flesh this out. Uh, yep. And you've got a lot to work with. Like and yeah, you can you can draw from this book if you want to, but you're gonna have to do a lot of work to update it and kind of make it make sense. In terms of of not just you know how things should have been written back in the '90s and how things would be written now, given that we've had you know
0: thirty-ish years of, of progress. Right. I do want to point out two place, three places I think are good. I already mentioned one, and I think Romania is fun. There's hooks there, like there's a story there, so you can use Romania almost as written. Portugal, in in particular, Lisbon. Mm-hmm. Lisbon is fairly accurately described from my understanding of lisbon my spouse lived there for a while it's not a perfect place and they kind of explain the dichotomies of that and the good and the bad but there's not enough again not enough powered people so Mm -hmm. you could just add some powered people moving doing some stuff there and you'd have a decent setting right yeah and poland i like this idea that poland kind of Doubles down on building itself self up as a kind of authentically powerful f- force mm-hmm. in the in the continent, without necessarily being um, overwhelming. It's it doesn't have quite the same ambitions as Ukraine does in this book, mm-hmm. but it could and you could lean that way and like it wouldn't be too far fetched with the material written here. So those two locations, I'm like, okay, this is, these are good. Yeah. And, but then, I don't know, you you have the new Ottoman Empire, and I just want to mention it, that um, Turkey is a very complicated place. Yes, it is. <laughs> and this idea of a new Ottoman Empire is actually not too far-fetched. But keeping it a democratic, non-religious organization or not 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 religious, but uh, secular and having it be an empire again, it's a choice. It's an interesting choice. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't dislike that, but it if I were to update the new Ottoman Empire to the new edition, I would take a look at things that are happening in Turkey now and look at what a a less secular version of the New Ottoman Empire would look like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, I'd had to be comfortable with my players in yeah. doing that, um, but I think it would track a little bit better. So there's it's that's not massively off. Again, no, not enough powered people to like distance it in a way for like this game purposes though. So I don't know. Anyway, those are my. I have I could ramble I could rant for ages Scott I don't know if that's worthwhile to anybody uh, it, but
1: it, it, it's yeah it's fine we don't have to, we don't have to go into too deep in that I mean I I mean I don't from my from my admittedly skimming of all of this book and just kind of like cringing every couple of couple of minutes doing so mm-hmm. uh, I don't really I didn't pick up if they. Talked about the Kurdish situation at all? Not at all. Uh, not at all. Yeah. Not I mean, at all. Like, yeah. There are things that you have to talk about when you talk about this sort of thing. Like, yeah, there there are mo- there are movements and places and peoples that need to be addressed that are not addressed, and I think specifically for this book because no one really paid much attention to them in this time when yep. the book was being written. Yeah. And you you need to
0: nowadays. Yeah, for sure. Also, Russia is interestingly absent as an influence. It's referenced. There's mentions of Russia. And I find that interesting. It's not bad. I just find it an interesting knowing a little bit of the aberrant reasons. Okay, maybe the aberrants destroyed most of the infrastructure of what Russia would be like Mm -hmm. in the 2100s. But I find it found it an odd thing to not have at least a little bit more.
1: Now, I I may be mistaken, but I think Russia gets covered in Asia Ascendant.
0: It might, and I haven't read that book, so.
1: Yeah. I it's been a while since I've read it. It's mm-hmm. not it's it's not an official release, and trust me, we'll talk all about that when it comes mm-hmm. time to discuss Asia Ascendant, because there's some there's a lot of of stuff to discuss about that but I believe it's in it's in that book
0: okay that would that would make sense because they one of the interesting elements of both editions of the Trinity Continuum is they kind of shifted Russia into the Asia sphere most of Russia is in Asia yes and that's interesting if Russia geopolitically was more focused on its asian, asian yeah. half of the country
1: it's not no <laughs> not at all <laughs> not really i mean they're yeah. concerned about china but not as much as they
0: are about nato not um, in the same way because there's big mountains and stuff like yeah. there's there's geography that makes a war there a little difficult like exactly. not impossible but difficult
1: yeah but i mean i and i think from what i recall what they talk about in the core book about russia is that it's it's just devastated
0: yeah, which like, makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it, it makes sense, you know, especially given what we know about what happened in the aberrant era. You know, uh, it it turns out that things don't get better when your dictator has quantum powers. <laughs> yeah,
0: strange that, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it turns out that Putin could get worse if you gave him control over the fundamental forces of reality.
0: Yeah, shocker to that, right?
1: Exactly. But yeah. Yeah, well, you talked about the aberrants in in the area. Uh, mm-hmm. What what stuck out in that?
0: So my section about that. My favorite one. So there are a couple, but my favorite one are the the Mariner Gangrel. If you are a vampire fan, <laughs> you know when I saw the art, I'm like, oh, that is a vampire. <laughs> that is that is literal art you could have put in the Gangrel book, and I would have accepted it as a Gangrel Mariner, right? Yep. <laughs> There, they, were, are, they were being a little cheeky. Yeah, fine. Um, this group of aberrants that live on the coast and are amphibious and are kind of doing a thing, I like them. I, I could do a lot with that. They don't really give me a reason mm-hmm. for them doing their shtick. But uh, but I looked at that and when I was like, okay, like that's cool. That's interesting. What do these fish people want? And I could tell a story with that, particularly with all the crabs in the ocean in... The current version of the Trinity Continuum world. Yeah,
1: yeah. That there's some fun ones and stuff that we get updates on. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the stuff about the War Gang. Yeah. And, you know the the sort of the the alliance between this injured aberrant and and some survivors in the area. We get a nice update about that in in. Uh,
0: Which uh, is much better written and gosh, has less cringe. Much less there's cringe. A, there's one key thing as a trigger warning if you don't want to read about sexual assault of disabled people yeah. just be aware there's a thing there that made me go oh god no
1: yeah that's that's real bad like yeah hmm. yep. I, I i mean i like cryptid so the abominable snowmen uh, <laughs> so that was they're
0: so cool right <laughs> yeah again i didn't feel like i had enough of a what are they doing like what's their goal them them just existing as Yetis in the Alps. I'm there. All right. I'm yeah, there. That's, that's, yep. a cool
1: stu- that's a cool. That's a cool hook. Something to do with.
0: Yep, for sure. So, uh, if anything, like going to this book and going to the very back where you have those
1: mm-hmm.
0: would be valuable, and then just you know read the bit on 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 Swedler and then ignore everything else and you'd be golden.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. There's just. Yeah, it it's it's kind of a mess of a book. You know, if you're gonna be running in Europe, it's probably worth your time to read it mm-hmm. just so you can pick out the little hooks that are usable or can be reworked to become usable. But yeah, it 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 it's not a great resource. It's for for our purposes, for for moving forward into the Trinity Continuum, you're gonna to have to do a lot of work. To use what it what it is here. And so mm-hmm. you're going to have to make the choice of do I do that work or do I just make up my own stuff?
0: yep. And honestly, there is a great a great novella that, oh, yeah, Onyx Path put out that includes lots of content of La blessure, which is France, um, and cool aberrants that you can utilize as characters. I, I really wish the author of that book would put out some stat blocks for the aberrants that they present in that book because, I want to know. I want to know what's up with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, there is a Story Path Nexus by Travis Legg that covers a little bit of that. Yeah. And has some some stats for that. So it's out there. But yeah, you're right. There there are nuggets of gold in this book, but it is hard to dig out.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I think we have reached the end of what we can talk about this mostly disappointing book. And I think the only thing left is to put your very, very European arms around the Trinity Continuum and try and make some sense of it.